Hey, thanks for tuning in, everyone. It's the Brian Oak Show, episode 306. And that right there is the unmistakable sound. Oh. It's so good. How many times do you think, Sean? Dun, dun, dun. How many times do you think I've started a song thinking, this would just be a fun intro song for the show? <laughs> and I'm like, no, we should hear this whole song. Oh, it's so hard not to listen to it. That's all right. Well, you can keep it up there for a little while. But the Riviera is California Sun. And I chose this to kick off the 306th episode of The Brian Oak Show in the Smart Start MN Studios. Because in less than two months, my daughter and I will be going to California for the Cruel World Festival. We finally got to go last year. It's literally 1983 crammed into one day at the Rose Bowl. Yes. And it's freaking amazing. Susie of Susie and the Banshees is going to be the headliner this year. Bauhaus is going to be, I mean, like Gary Newman, all the things that are supposed to be happening in an 80s festival. And there are so many people still at it and active. And I, I have to admit, when I was there last year, it was brilliant. It was, The number of people who, was, who were into it, Morrissey was the headliner. Headliner, and it was perfect for my daughter and I because neither of us can give a shit about Morrissey. So we got to enjoy the entire hot, crazy baking day in the middle of summer. And then once Morrissey started, we hit the road and got the first Uber out of there. It was perfect. That's kind of a nice thing when they have a headliner that you're just not digging. Don't care you about can just it all. Get back to your hotel or wherever, wherever it is that you're staying and not deal with all the other jack wagons trying to get out of there at the end of the night. Coachella says what? It is the Brian Oak Show. I'm Brian Oak. That is Sean Bernard. I hope you're well today, Sean. Yeah, happy February 58th. That's <laughs> pretty good. It's so funny. Because we do actually have an active winter storm watch moving yes. in over the next couple of days. Could be freezing rain. Could It's one of those weird dynamic ones where yes. we might see nothing. Or we might get an inch of solid ice, then covered by four inches of snow underneath, and get what did you call it? February fifty eighth. Yes, that's pretty good. I might, <laughs> might be stealing that tomorrow morning for the radio show. Thanks. I want to thank our good friends at Smart Start MN. This studio bears their name, and we do not exist without Smart Start being on board from day one. They're Minnesota's original ignition interlock company. That means if you drink and drive, someone you know does, you will lose your license, and you need to get back in your car. How? Well, they have technology that will allow you to drive even when you have flagrantly flaunted the law, you can still get back in your car quicker than you might think and for much less than you might otherwise yeah, think. I know that people, we can't say what the price is, but please just get a hold of them. If it's you're, dumb cheap it's already like just, before you get the 20% off. It's dumb. Go to smartstartmn.com slash the Brian Oak Show. That'll get you 20% off the installation of the ignition interlock, which I'm saying with a mush mouth. But Make sure you check this out because you're gonna. It's gonna make your life so much better than if you don't. Well, and we're getting back into the busy summer season, which means more people going out, more people doing things, more people taking chances. Never, ever, ever drink and drive. The end. But it's still gonna happen. Make sure you remember smartstartmn.com slash Brian Oak Show if you want to learn more. Let's also talk about you, Sean. You are, in addition to being an ally, a friend, frankly, the guy who came up with this stupid idea three hundred and six episodes later. Um, you're also a realtor for the Adina Realty location in fiftieth in France. And you've got I mean, things have to be gearing up right. Despite the fact that there's still snow and stupidity outside, people have to be getting in the mindset for moving, changing buying whatever they are we're having a later start this year because of the weather um, and a lot of people have been reluctant to list their homes and I'm thinking part of it is they don't want to deal with shoveling 
constantly for showings. Well, that and also, where the hell am I going to move, Sean? Yeah. I mean, I can sell my home, but if there's not inventory, I'm not quite prepared to live under a bridge yet. I know it's inevitable. It's happening someday, but I'm not quite there yet. Yeah, I have a couple I'm helping that's moving up here from Georgia. They have a good friend that lives up here, and they've been turned down on three multiple offers already. Oof. We need listings. We need people that want to move up, move down, move sideways, whatever it happens to be. If you're looking to list or buy, 612-859-2594. I donate a portion of every buy and sell to a local musician or band. Today on the show, we have somebody who I would describe as a favorite. Not just a favorite guest, but a favorite person I've met, whether in public, in passing, bounced into around over the years. I applaud his success. I applaud his vision. I applaud his almost tireless, relentless roaming and looking for the new thing, the next thing, the best thing. This guy matters in our community, and that's what I want this show to be about. Jared Brewington will be joining us just ahead, but I do want to share a song first. Um, So, you know, I I work part-time at a record store, right? And I love it. You can say what it is. It's Mill City Sound over in downtown Hopkins, and people are like, I'm not driving all the way to Hopkins to buy records. Ten minutes. Two things. Seriously, (laughs) you could get to Hopkins quicker than you could get through Uptown no matter where you live. And I know I sound biased because I've worked there for a few years, but the reason I reached out to them when I needed a part-time job, I genuinely believe them to be the best record store Mm -hmm. in the Twin Cities. Now, we have more than a dozen great record stores, and per capita, we might actually be the best record store capital in America. That's crazy. I mean, L.A. has some killer stores, right? Chicago, New York even. But when it comes to per capita, the amount of mom-and-pop brick-and-mortar record stores that we're able to keep afloat is startling here. But I'm telling you right now, Mill City, if you're looking for something specialty, if you're looking for something cool, right now it's so juicy over there. So anyway, my last time there yesterday, I put together these 45 grab bags, you know, little 45 RPM 7-inch singles, and they're 5 bucks. You get 25 of them. And of course, there's going to be shit in there. It's a grab bag. But there's also great stuff in there. And when I flip through, I'm occasionally reminded of songs that I haven't heard in years. And then I put a little side, a little stack to play later on. And my boss is like, do you want to get some work done today? I'm like, no, sorry, I'm busy DJing. (laughs) And this is one of the songs I played yesterday and cranked all the way up. And it's just fucking badass, man. Cornelius Brothers and Sister Rose, treat her like a lady on the Brian Oak Show. I mean, oh, you got to 
happiness won't change. As it seems, you got to treat her like. middle-aged white man and i'm really bad at dancing and when i put that on at the store yesterday i was shaking my rump all over the store it's honest to god tell me that's not one of the greatest one-hit wonders of all time cornelius brothers and sister rose treat her like a lady the background vocals alone oh how are they a one-hit wonder is what i want to know like they had something going there. How do you not kick I'll, out a few more? I'll bet their full lengths are full of fucking bangers. Yeah. But of course, you know, that's the way the world works. You get one sort of hit, and that wasn't even a massive hit, but it was good for them and kept them alive for a few records. Uh, you know what? That is a ringing condemnation on me because I work at a store that has their records. I need to do some homework, don't I? I do too. I want to check out more of their music because I love that song. That song is a jam. Speaking of a jam, there are certain people that are a jam. You're always happy to be around them. You always like their vibe, their mentality, their drive, their vision, their focus, and the work they actually do. Some people wake up in the mood to do real work. I'm like at a 40% on that one for myself. But our friend Jared Brewington, is he's all the way up. Turn down for what? Jared Brewington, welcome back to the Smart Start MN Studios. Howdy-do. How are you, man? I'm great, Brian. I'm great, Sean. How are you doing, man? It's good to see you. I'm always happy to be with you both because, like you said, it's a... It's a clubhouse. What'd you say it was? Like, uh, a treehouse. A treehouse. Right? Like, or a tree, tree fort. Tree, or, tree fort. So I, growing up, I always liked, like, I would make occasional blanket forts around the house. Or I never had, like, a proper tree fort in the background. Um, I mean, you know, like, in the, like, one that my dad would build, because neither he or I had any practical skills. But, you know, I've been to friends, tree houses, and blanket forts, whatever you want to call it, you got to have a little hideaway. And the Smart Start MN Studio, though modest, is a safe and cool and comfortable space. There's not really anything at stake, and it's a nice little place to be. I feel stress-free and safe. Fantastic. I'm glad to hear that. Just you wait. I, oh, man. <laughs> Thank Sean, you for having me. Sean yeah, we always you, makes it weird. What do you want to talk about first? you want well, to talk about Meet Minneapolis, or do you want to talk about original fried chicken? Um, official fried chicken. I'm sorry. Did I say original? Yes. Our seasoning is original. Well, that, mm-hmm. I, that I believe, but I now I feel like one of those ham-fisted idiots who didn't read the notes. Uh, which you're one, a You're a... You're a pork loin fisted wow. person. Here we go. We're more fin- uh. more finesse and refined than most <laughs> ever would know. <laughs> the same. That's true because I don't I don't do anything to give them any indication. There might be some of that refinement deep underneath all this stupidity. Um, where do you want to start, man? Because we got a lot to cover today. My neighborhood record store was Roadrunner Records on 40th and Nicollet or 45th and Nicollet. Um, right next to the motorcycle shop. Yeah. Right up the street from King Park. Uh-huh. Around the, up the street from Curran's Restaurant. I grew up on 42nd and 2nd. R.I.P. Curran's, man. R.I.P. Yeah. Curran's. It's, it's residential. 
Yeah. Now. And, and that's and, fine. You know, I mean, part Kearns, of things. Kearns wasn't fancy, but my daughter loved it so much there. I'm like, where do you want to go for breakfast? And she never hesitated. It was always Kearns. But again, RIP. Shout out Washburn High School. I would leave there during the day to be an adult and eat french fries and pie yeah. at Curran's during the school day. <laughs> oh, they had killer you know, pie, man. I was ahead, Just, I think. I, I, I'm ahead. I'm, I got this. Yeah, no, man, that's cool. Most kids skipping school went to get pie, for sure. Pie and french fries was just <laughs> yes. my jam. Yep, yep. And it was like $4 all day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, and they were good people, too, and everything was chill. And, you know, it, it had the demeanor of a Denny's inside, but it felt like a family restaurant. Yeah. My anyway, da- my well, dad had business meetings there. Oh, no, well, I mean, it was cool. It was low key and also not terribly expensive, as you mentioned. Your record store, though, that you went to—I mean, like, you a vinyl guy, you a CD guy? I mean, like, what would what would encourage you? I know you're a music fan. We've had you on many times before, and we've talked about this. But what would get you to actually go into the record store? At that, my older brother was a vinyl guy. I was a tapes guy. Yeah, yeah. late late eighties, right? Yep. Um, Conan O'Brien started his show in junior high school for me and he always played bands i never heard of right and we'd go to roadrunner or oh yeah go down to electric fetus yep where that was our other record store think of this minneapolis history right yeah, electric yeah. fetus everybody knows yep legendary they've been around for but 53 54 years now we're putzing along as youth you rev 105 yeah going into the fetus Sean Daly's working back there, just being sluggo to become slug and, uh-huh. and this whole rhyme sayers thing. And the moonlighting cop outside who wanted a side gig to just be around yeah. culture was Rondo, who became the chief of police in Minneapolis, nice. who's really? let us do some crisis periods of our of yes. our city's history in the last <laughs> right? few years, you yeah. could say. But that was just regular days. And just to fast forward and to be old here for a second, that's pretty dope. Think about that, man. Slug is working behind the counter. And Rondo's out front just keeping an eye on things to make sure nobody's being a dickhead. On a Friday night. Somebody's got to make a movie. (laughs) That is movie worthy right there. That's an impossibly good story, man. I mean, well, maybe you. You seem to be the guy who's tireless and does all the things. Should we talk about um, official fried chicken? I'd love to. I think that we should before we get into our first song. Official fried chicken is your latest endeavor and enterprise. Now, the last time you're like, I'm going to start a new restaurant, nobody just gets it off the ground. And certainly nobody gets their ass into the state fair in their first year of being in business, except for Jared Brewington, who apparently is a charming SOB. Well, the Funky Grits experience was a supernova, and to have that state fair experience was humbling, but it taught me so much in all of the painful ways. You know, there's a little bit of, little bit of glory at that time that you're on the news segment for yeah. a few seconds yeah. but you then you go back to the sweat so i learned a lot of lessons well, business I, partnership how to deploy mass produce mm-hmm. and feed hungry people all in real time and keep in it, a tough keep, job market and a gold standard at that <laughs> in a tough job market yeah. when you're working with young minds for other reasons too uh, outside yeah. of just employment right due to my other connections to working with young people exactly which are numerous and well documented so let me ask you this then so it comes to you're going to do it again despite the the bumps and bruises the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune that you encountered with funky grits you're like no we're going to do it again and before we talk about the mission statement and how you've executed and how you've delivered 
What did you learn that you brought to bear with this new endeavor? Keep it efficient. Keep it craveable. Keep it something that will stand the test of time in the way that consumers think, right? You got to put that lens on if you're Uh going to be in a business. But, you know, soul music and fried chicken never go out of style. So I chose one of them. (laughs) And we we adapted it to modern taste and Uh. partnered with a a Minnesota-born company named Cargill and some technology they created. And we have adapted that based on what we're putting together in our future growths. Where is the new location? Downtown at the Curry Food Hall, mm-hmm. uh, Curry Street, C-U-R-R-I-E. Um, we are there to represent downtown. We've got a very robust day weekday business through Foodsby. Uh, a lot of you listeners probably know Foodsby through your work, but Foodsby is an, an, it's an app that you can order collectively as mm-hmm. employees. Just do your order by a certain time in the morning. Monday through Friday, and then it arrives at a central space at your place of employment. So uh, we've been cracking that. Can I ask a quick question about downtown, and then we'll talk more about official fried chicken. I think for a lot of people, obviously downtown used to be downtown, right? And then the pandemic, and people work at home, and then all the reports of crime and violence. I believe there are a large number of people out there. I'm not quite in their crowd, but I don't really have a reason to go downtown on the regular. And for the people who do not, I think that there are a growing number of people who believe it's like the Omega Man, like it's the end of time, that they're, you'll walk the streets for days and not <laughs> see another living human being. People are going back yes. downtown. There is still a thriving downtown community, but it's it's different than it once was, but it's still habitable, correct? Absolutely. And to those that feel that, un, you know, with all due respect, they're wrong. Yeah. 100% yep. wrong. Well, I'm glad it, to hear that. There's, there's always been residents there yes. that love where they live in yep. their community. Yep. There yep. have been patches that have seen, uh, I should say, time and space action, you know, post one AM is weird anywhere when you connect the dots of what yeah. activity happens. Yeah. Around oh, I'd that, rather be you know? downtown Minneapolis than downtown St. Paul because after six PM in downtown St. Paul, if you're in the walk, if you're in the uh, Skyway system, you're on your own, and that is the future planet. That is, <laughs> it is Omega Man. I'd rather have some shady characters around me than literally no one. And 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 <laughs> and the stakeholders, the people that care, yeah. that are the community mm-hmm. that make it up in the hospitality industry, which is any downtown metropolis in America's hub, right? right? You know, the hospitality industry, hotels, entertainment, our first avenues, our hotels, our, our restaurants, mm-hmm. those that have had to weather not just downtown problems, but industry problems with COVID shutting down that group first, you know, and, and a lot of that first responder world after covid that that wasn't really a first responder that was almost like an elective you know amenity which hospitality is i mean we have to eat but we don't have to go to a restaurant well but even theaters or or concert yes. venues right i mean right. they shut down too it got weird and and emptily 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 why Am not? I, I don't know that you can really say emptily. But we knew what it meant. We did. We totally knew it's not a good word or a right word. Uh, anyway, a rather sparse location yeah. during the course of all that. But you're telling me and you're assuring me with all your good faith that downtown is very much alive and well. Alive and alive and well, but intentional about others' viewpoint of it. Right. 
cognizant that it's incorrect because we're there every yeah. day. Mm-hmm. Right. And the fact that, you know, North Loop is North Loop is lively. Yeah. North Loop is, is yes, been lively is. for a while. It's been the most dynamic part you know, of downtown for five years and, longer. And and those that live there are pretty much expats from all around the metro and states that are supporting that. Mm-hmm. The workforce, you know, they were making business decisions as far as where their staff was and that's trickling back in not even trickling back in we have a freaking four seasons in minneapolis that by choice and global you know research and they know what they're doing they know what they're doing (laughs) built they've done this support exactly and 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 are eager about it and and i use that end of the spectrum the 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 four seasons you know five star experience because that's what people can experience in Minneapolis. You I've know. heard people rave about that place. You probably have your own personal suite you can check in anytime you like, right? I like that restaurant, Mara, a great deal. I'll bet you it's do. It's outstanding. Before we dive super deep, because I want to know much more about official fried chicken and what's going on with Meet Minneapolis and what your 2023 looks like, because you are a restless soul and somebody who likes to work and someone who always has about 15 things on the back burner. So we're going to get to all that, but I hate to go too long without hearing a song. Talk to me about Corey Wong. I'm going to tell you what I know about Corey Wong, which is nothing other than we can't keep his records in the store at the record shop. They rarely come in because nobody sells their Corey Wong collection. But when they do, they're gone in the day, even if they're 55 or $75 records. This guy is primarily a guitar wizard. Is that correct? Yes. He's the wrist from heaven. Yeah. He's he's outstanding. So Corey Wong kind of got some notoriety. He, he's known here. You know, he, of course. He played with the combo and came up that way in and, and the scene here. Very, very, very smart artist, right? Definitely into the intellectual side of music theory and all of that. Mm-hmm. But when he started gigging and doing stuff with Wolfpack, that just kind of blew up across America, this whole new young scene of like low volume funk is what they yeah. call it. But really bringing back and, and showing respect. Like uh, Corey Wong was on Dave Cause's tour, and now Dave Cause is on Corey Wong's wow, tour. Wow, really? And That's now cool. Victor Wooten's playing bass in Corey for Corey Wong on his tour, <laughs> and, and the Hornheads are his backup. Yeah. And Vic for, for people who don't know, you're dropping. I mean, you're dropping five star names right now on top of Corey Wong here because these are all people within their chosen instrument and vision are all at the very, very top of the food chain, and and now they're part of the Wong notes. You know, the best drummer in America, uh, home home. Home raised here, uh, uh, Patar Janich, uh, watching all of this happen from the Twin Cities, and now it's global. He sits in with uh, uh, John Batiste and mm. on uh, Stephen Colbert when he wow. was still on there. And, wow! And just because they're homies, and and he was Grammy nominated with John on some some work a couple of years ago. Corey's amazing. I'm very proud of him, and that's I'm on this always kind of for stamina reasons. Find these little motivating packages throughout life and mm-hmm. the music vibes with that and this song golden is just kind of one of those and it's it's kind of got a little bit of a horny 80 hornish 80s. <laughs> oh, now wait a minute wait a minute whoa, those whoa, are two whoa. very different things <laughs> horn heavy you, you had me at horny but, but horn you know, heavy is what you mean it can make you it can make you rub yourself if, if you get the vibe to this song because it's you'll see i don't know what's happening we'll watch watch <laughs> look at all the at the people I see Everybody's living the dream Starring in the show That we film on our phones Take 
magazines. I don't want silver, don't want the bronze. I won't play party, I play the fines. Every time I see a shiny thing on the screen, maybe that could be me. I'm pretty horny. That was good. Yeah, I like that. Told you. I'm <laughs> Randy. I'm not horny. Here's what I liked about that <laughs> is in the past when I've heard Corey Wong, it's been a lot more like Joe Bonamassa guitar histrionics. I don't love that stuff. I mean, I like electric guitar a lot, but that was funky and cool and smooth and the lyrics were amazing. And that was, that was a sexy song. I like that very much. His waka is elite. <laughs> That's funny, because that's what I've always said about you. Uh, my name is Brian Oak. That's Sean Bernard. Our guest today, Jared Brewington. All right, official fried chicken. Now, some people might balk. 
if you will. I see what you did there. Uh, thank you. At that particular name, because fried chicken's been around forever, what sort of audacity led you to believe that you might do something with fried chicken that people haven't done before? We just kept the cooking method one perfect way. Yeah. It's roasted chicken. Uh-huh. We pressure fry it. It's perfect. It's it's really uh, moist. We marinate the chicken, and our seasoning is proprietary. We spent oh. a long time getting our seasoning set right. Now, uh, and is that, is, that, is that you with a friend? Is that you by yourself? Are you sitting in the kitchen trying 8,000 different styles of spices? How do you, be, I mean, because I know, you know, watching different shows and talking to so many different restaurateurs that if it, coming up with that proprietary thing, that's kind of the bit. You have to have a hook to hang your hat on for lack of a sillier analogy than that but i mean like is that is that you in the kitchen till two in the morning trying to get it right in a way in the business world that's called secret sauce <laughs> yeah all right. and in the restaurant right. world right. it's called secret sauce for anybody okay. playing the brian oak show bingo game today so far we've had horny we've had golden wrist we've had, we've had what else have we had secret, secret sauce. sauce yeah and a couple of others horny and randy by the way so but, just in case your bingo card is not completely full we'll have a couple more by the end of the show Free that's space. a terrible idea we may have to put that up <laughs> online at some point yeah. and if somebody gets the bingo they get to come to the next patreon event i like it i, I like kind of like, sounds come, very corny come radio to the event. it does yeah. all right remind me and everyone exactly where official fried chicken is downtown we are at 1025 Curry Avenue at the Curry Food Hall. It is a, uh, a food hall that has other locations in it. Uh, it's heavy with your Uber Eats and your DoorDash. There is a place in kiosk where you can order your food and come in in a small little seating area where you can dine if you want, but pr- primarily pick up. And for people who don't know where Curry is, it's Curry's right by, it's, it intersects with Hennepin, right? It intersect, intersects with 11th and Hennepin. Yes. So Laurel Village. Yep. Uh, oh, we're butchering the board used you. to be just yeah, yeah. one block north, hook hook around the corner, and and we're right there. Um, but if you hit the basilica, you've gone too far. That is a fact. All right, uh, curryfoodhall.com or officialfriedchicken.com will connect you to that. So we get we deliver out to St. Louis Park uh, late night in the North Loop area. Uh, nice. Be be aware that till 11 p.m. on Friday and Saturday night, you can have some delicious. Bone and fried chicken. We just launched our sandwich, which is a killer and very, very popular. It's and and we also launched our chicken tender. So you can get all of those what? in our three flavors: uh, the tenders and the bone and bird. And then our sandwich is two tenders with our original seasoning, our house sauce, some shredded lettuce pickles on a toasted brioche bun. It's it's kind of spectacular. It sounds really good. It's my daughter Josephine's favorite sandwich in the world. I'm li- my mouth is actually literally watering right now from and a high school freshman's from a high school freshman's mind, mind you. That's what? a tough mind. Here's, a high school freshman. I, 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 I believe her. My daughter, who identifies as queer, um, she will still eat a Chick Fil A sandwich because apparently they're b- beloved. I'm like, you can't do that anymore. Chick Fil A donates millions of dollars every year to trying to exterminate you and your friends. She's like, oh, but it's so good. So this <laughs> this sounds like the kind of alternative yes. that one could turn to if they're like, what would I be doing to support someone who really cares about my community and makes a kick ass sandwich? You're telling me this is a viable alternative. It's a delicious alternative. Uh, you know, to to Abby's credit, 
we eat a lot of Chick-fil-A's in life, don't we? Well, I mean, <laughs> look, man, and, and, and I'm not expecting everyone to be, you know, like a saint, right? Like, not everyone's going to be Joan of Arc, all right? But also, I'm like, there have to be better choices. She's like, yeah, but it was right there at the mall, and I work at the mall, and I'm having a Chick-fil-A. <laughs> so when it comes to official fried chicken, the obviously, you take a great deal of care in what you do. Your business model matters, and I'm glad to hear it's going well, man, because, I mean, it's not going well for everybody, and I don't need to tell you, and I don't really even know this for a fact, I just keep hearing it, that restauranting is not simple work. It requires constant vigilance. It's it's sleeping with one eye open yeah. in the business sense because it's really slippery, and you just got to know how to walk in it, not to get all metaphorish about this shit, but sometimes it... You got to get into metaphor mode so you can well, it's get re- through this. It's this thing. real, man. You see I mean, the PTSD ticks coming yeah. in with me, <laughs> but the, the, I'd still love this mad energy that comes with ideas to fruition and having others believe in something to make the the, the things move in a sustainable way right. as part of a team as that was born of a fun idea. Yep. That maybe can connect to some people in the community. Well, fun ideas are fun until they're not fun. But you bring an energy to the situation that a lot of people don't simply possess. And I've met a lot of people. I've met all the people, but I've met a lot of them. And so I'm not surprised that your latest endeavor would be successful. I know you have a huge announcement coming up next week, which we will not talk about now. But we'll talk about in the future. It's big. But I would say it's super big, man. And again... I mean, it's almost like you getting into the state fair in your first year big, but we're not going to say anything else about it. I do want to share something from your website called The Official Story. Fried chicken and fries were literally the initial idea. That's all it was going to be. And now you've added a couple other elements. But you wrote, food is how we say I like you to people. And fried chicken brings people together like nothing else. That's what started us chasing after the perfect fried chicken in the first place. And the result is what's on our menu. We plan to keep it simple. Three kinds of fried chicken, one kind of fries. Well, it does say nothing else after that, but I'm not going to diminish your new sandwich, all right? So you may want to change that on the website. With a name like official, we know we have to be the best in the game every day. And from your first bite, you're going to know a promise we we make good on. Get it delivered or get it to go, but always make it official, as in official fried chicken. Um... I'm, I'm not even, I mean, Sean, and I know you feel the same way. I'm not even a little surprised that Jared's enjoying success with his next endeavor. No, I mean, and you've learned so much over the years. That's the other part of it is that you're you're a passionate guy, you're hardworking, and you're not afraid to make mistakes, too, which everybody has to do. Then you got to step up and do the next thing and take what you learned and drive and drive and drive. And a lot of people don't have the spirit for that. I love it that you do. I like to lay down under a quilt and cry and forget that it ever happened. Well, you know, I, 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 I could lay under a quilt and, and definitely enjoy that time and find good space in, in that place, Sounds right? Nice, living, in the, living in the country is my under the quilt. Exactly. Yeah. And you do live in a beautiful spread out in the country right now. It's a good place to start the day's madness. Yeah. Because the city lives in my mind, too. So All the time. It kind of got to turn it down a little bit. You know, mad scientisting, mad scientisting. Newest, newest word. Another new one. What was the one I tried to say before? Emptily. Emptily. <laughs> that, that cannot be a word. <laughs> Mad scientisting. Yes. Uh, worked with two companies over the course of these years now making my seasonings and, and making it match with the marinade. So when you bite it, there's a collective bite effect. And so if you try our seasoning on its own, it may taste different than your bite of the chicken because it's balanced out with our marinade. So um, now it's... Uh, formula is done with a local provider here 
and uh, we're really proud of it. And I I think that it's the best chicken in the world um, because uh, it's so good. I've had it. It's, it's so fantastic. good. We ate it here. And yeah, we did. And I'm I'm proud of it. And it was really good. Could have used a sandwich today, but that's cool. You it's know, no big deal. I hear, the, I hear they're I'll great, Sean. I hear they're great. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's that's the word on the street. But I mean, until you really try yeah, it, no, it's, I mean, you know, the, it's hard to say. The proof is in the pudding <laughs> or the true. chicken sandwich. When I hear you talk about two years R and D on the spice versus the marinade, all I could do is hearing the mad scientist in his uppermost tower cackling. And they called me mad. <laughs> <laughs> lightning, 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 lightning. Exactly correct. Before we talk more about what your year looks like and some other endeavors you're involved in, let's hear another song. Earl St. Clair. I do not know this guy. I've heard of Earl St. Clair, but I do not know him. And I know that he's producer, performer. Also, I looked up a couple pictures of him. Dude's ripped, man. Dude is fit. Good on stage presence, right? Oof. Yeah. Now, it never hurts to have good, glistening, Conan-like muscles on your arms. Never hurts. But it also helps if you're a good singer, a good songwriter. Yeah, I don't know much about and, this and, guy. And all around, all around Soulster. Yeah, uh, Earl St. Clair's newer to my world in the last year, so mm-hmm. that's why I like sharing these tracks with you, brother. Uh, this one is, is kind of, you're not you're not there yet, but you know you how you'll be when you're there mm. and maybe not right now but you know that there's an eventuality just kind of a not even a pick-me-up it's a, it's another stamina song uh i keep that mindset you know that is this is this is a sustained thing the drive to for business and for community and i back it up with music that's one
what you gonna like live in. Like one of them houses, like four or five bedrooms. Ooh, that four or five bedroom girl, that might look good. And this old couch too for now. <laughs> Sounds like a true believer to me, man. I like that ending. I want it, baby! <laughs> <laughs> Gotta. The Jared Brewington story. Before we continue <laughs> with Jared Brewington, I would like to thank our friends at Moxie Wealth Management, our most recent sponsor here on the show. Joe and his entire team over there, they do good work in the sense that, A, they're all professionals, but B, they cover the whole spectrum. They are an umbrella of looking at what your future looks like, whether it be realty assets, money, insurance, whatever it might be that you have sitting there. I'm not sure. Do they have a crypto guy? I don't think so, but they can probably at least suggest that you don't do it. I don't know. That's (laughs) a That's up to them. High risk, high reward. I can see already getting some side-eyed from Jared over there that he is sitting on a stack of Bitcoin <laughs> right now. Are you more of an Ethereum guy? I couldn't tell you okay. one, perfect. one stitch about crypto. <laughs> that, was, that was the perfect answer because I think that is nonsense, but I'm also old and in the way. Uh, Moxie Wealth Management are going to be there with you, and they're not just good at what they do. They are proactive. They're not just sitting back, waiting, sitting on your money and your holdings and your whatever. They're actually actively involved with you to make sure you're making the most of what you have at your disposal. Yeah, and Brian and I didn't just take them on as a sponsor for no particular reason or just for the money. Um, We did it because we love, uh, you know, Joe. He's a huge music fan, first of all. Yep. But we both like the idea that he's really down to earth. He's not one of these snobby financial guys that's going to talk over your head. They have a whole team of people over there that can help you figure out where you're at and where you need to be to someday possibly retire. Go to moxiewealthmanagement.com to set an appointment, get things figured out. Well, and I think for a lot of people, certainly for me, the idea of walking into some established corporation yeah. and sitting down in front of a guy with a $1,000 suit on or more, and I did, that's not my jam. Yeah, And Joe and his people are cool, man. They're chill. They're absolutely worth checking out. Ra- uh, Moxie, not Roxy, moxiewealthmanagement.com. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm focused. I'm dialed in today. I'm <laughs> totally in a present member here. Speaking of present members here, Jared Brewington joins us. And in addition to his many entrepreneurial endeavors over the years, he's also an incredibly philanthropic and community-involved individual. And you are a board member for Meet Minneapolis. Now, imagine that not one person listening has ever heard of Meet Minneapolis. And now imagine they're not very smart and... And don't have a very long attention span, give them the elevator speech. What is Meet Minneapolis? Meet Minneapolis is this convention and visitors bureau for the city of Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. So it's the organization that uh, manages the convention center that brings um, outstanding events to downtown Minneapolis, yep. like the Super Bowl, NCAA tournament, mm-hmm. maybe a port council meeting for 12000 over a weekend. I love the I've heard of those things. Man, but their even parties even... are huge. Oh, well. After parties with the port council? Kidding me? With the free space, that's bingo. (laughs) Again, the Port Council after party. If you have that on your bingo card, congratulations. Please contact Sean directly (laughs) through his email. But even smaller events at the convention center, this is why this is a cool place to live, because we do get massive marquee events like you're talking about right there. But then we get the Oddities and Curiosities Expo, you know, that shows up at the convention center as well. 
over the years, and now what are we at? Episode 306. People are like, well, what's your podcast about? I'm like, and it took forever for me to kind of distill it down. It's about the people who live here. It's about yeah. the people who tell the story, who define the fabric and help direct the boat on where we're going as a community, as a culture, as a city. All three of us love it here. Mm-hmm. You yeah. work harder at it than most people I know. So why is it important for you to be on the board? I mean, are you like the angry one? Do you like make a like a lot of pound on the table, a lot of, no, this will not stand. Or, I mean, like, what's it like to be on a board for something like Meet Minneapolis? We feel like we're ambassadors of, of the city. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it involves some Hennepin County commissioners, you know, uh, city council persons. Uh, Mayor Fry is on the board, mm-hmm. but also the CEO of Children's Theater Company and the MAC Council. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, the, the Air Commission. Uh, we, uh, Hennepin Theater Trust mm-hmm. CEO sure. um, and many uh, general managers of hotels in, mm-hmm. in our area. But people who have a vested interest in making sure that Minneapolis thrives because a- absolutely it, it's a, I still believe even though those of us who live here know better. I still believe that those there are many, many, many people who are coastal who look at us as flyover country. Now, if they've ever visited, they'd know better at this point, right? But I think it's very easy, perhaps a bit lazy, but very easy to think of some of these hubs in the Midwest as not really that important culturally, economically, socially, and nothing could be further from the truth when it comes to the town that we call home. We have a track record of putting on good events in our downtown space and and organizations like the NCAA and and NFL mm-hmm. uh, agree to that and 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 really believe that we are a, a hospitable and an open space that's due to the collective uh, brain trust of Meet Minneapolis and the GMs of the hotels the entertainment spaces and the theater and and uh, music venue spaces our sports teams we have representation uh, our chair is Lester Bagley the executive vice president yeah. for many many years of the Minnesota Vikings right. so uh, of course vested interest but you know this is this is also an organization that has the best staff in the world that has been running these events to give Minneapolis that that uh, that look from corporate event sponsors or uh, giant enterprises mm-hmm. that want to have a, a, a convention here. Well, and to that end, I think that a lot of people don't think about infrastructure and exactly how much planning and how many resources need to be allocated. What it comes to, even if we're not talking about something as big as the Super Bowl or the NCAA, the amount of hotel rooms that need to be guaranteed, the amount of resources and people, food, transportation, everything that needs to be made available, that's not a small endeavor. And it's been done by our neighbors that are the staff of Meet Minneapolis and Minneapolis Convention Center that that have lived here and worked there for decades. Right. There are many long-term staff members there and they're the, they're the blood. They're the, the heart. They're all of the, they're all of the moving parts of this body. And, and it can't be done without the hundreds of staff members that pull off these events and show up and the volunteers that get to sign up and pour in and being able to manage Super Bowl amount of volunteers right. mm-hmm. or, or even paid staff for, for, for short-term things. So they do move mountains, and, and we support them moving mountains, the city of Minneapolis. Uh, there's expectations or, or you know, benchmarks, and the city supports Meet Minneapolis, and then Knights Meet Minneapolis as this Convention and Visitors Bureau. So I feel it's a very important role when I'm on a board, and it's a term I consider it a timer 
So I want to do as much as I can in the time allotted because mm-hmm. I'm there for a reason for them. So I want to max out my, uh, my work with them. And I ask of the organizations, what can I do? And they respond. Before we make one more uh, mention of official fried chicken and then bid you a fond farewell, I want, on behalf of Sean and myself, to thank you as well for hooking up uh, us up with your good friend Nate from AudioQuip, because Nate has made given us the ability to have an actual professional podcast. The equipment that he's provided, without question, without recompense, without anything other than the occasional mention right here on the Brian Oak Show, has been unbelievable. And as you know, much like Sean and I said, we don't work with dicks. Yep. Nate's the opposite of whatever a dick is. Nate is cool as hell and a generous man and a kind man and audio quip and there are other people out there trying to call themselves audio quip and fall for that bullshit yeah. when you look when you when you look them up online look for the little red circular a with the arrow going around it logo that's audio quip now that people are getting back out there to i don't know preach fire and brimstone on the street corner or do your busking or have a full-blown professional gig or maybe it's time for your ted talk talk to our friends at audio quip you could probably speak better to it than i can but nate and his crew are straight pros they are as pro as it gets. Yep. Nate is also one of the best guitar players you'll ever yep. hear. He'll Go be playing. On. He'll be playing this July. He said. So I can't wait to the the, the rock star will return. Well, for tell a him celebrity of bring... event. Tell him to bring that axe into this room and show us how it's done. And I gotta say, Sully. <laughs> say, say it, Brian. Sully. Say it, Sean. Sully. That's good. That's uh. That's our little buddy, Nate's yep. son, Sully. Yep. Oh, yep. right on, Sully. Soccer player, right? Is that Sully is a soon-to-be wizard and movie maker and Lego okay. Okay. Lego uh, master. It's all happening. Nice. Nice. Sully. 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 <laughs> well, then screw Nate. Let's get Sully on here, <laughs> yeah, man. He Sully. sounds like the one to talk to. Sully would do the show. Interesting. Nice. Something to think Gotta about. Get to the youth market, Nate. If you're li- exactly cultivate the younger <laughs> end of the demo, I get it exactly. Oh, the youth market. I see what you're talking <laughs> about there. All right, we got to wrap things up, but before we go, Official Fried Chicken has a major announcement next week. We cannot talk about it yet, but when people are like, well, "What the f- is the announcement? What is Ground Zero? What's the website?" OfficialFriedChicken.com. Where'd you come up with that? It was hmm. a combination of words. <laughs> Nice. (laughs) If I were to go there right now, even before the announcement, and join the Rooster Rewards Club for four bucks, which doesn't seem like much, what does that get me? Well, it's getting revamped right now, so it won't get you much, but it'll get you an announcement (laughs) about that soon, too. You were going to go with the Any Cockle Do Club, but you went with the Rooster Club? Yes. <laughs> okay. Any Cockle Do. <laughs> nice. Good luck to you this year. And I don't bingo. know. That's on the bingo card right there. I don't. Oh, my God. And what was it again? Any cockle do. <laughs> it's the end of the show. Nobody's listening anymore. Okay. So. All right. I, I'm, I'm hoping you're right because I am, I am not taking any legal emails today. All right. Oh I am absolutely not. Jared, it is always lovely to see your face. And I happen to have a little bit of insider info on your announcement. This is going to be a good year for you, man. I'm excited for you. Can't wait. Brian Oak, you celebrate the beauty of humanity. And when it doesn't work out that way, sometimes you just want to rage and wreck shit because you love so hard, and that's why you're great. What did I wreck? Just the feeling. Righteous indignation. I mean, I, I, oh, it's, a, because, it's a shaky, crumbling... there's so many 
trust they're, trust the thing. There are fuck yeah. faces at the walls, kicking Jared, shins and there throwing are, nails. Well, not really. I, I'm I'm kind of a puss. I've never thrown a punch in my entire life. But philosophically, you're absolutely correct. Thank you very much for that. Sean, thank you. Thank you, Jared. Thanks for being a doer, not just a talker. Too many talkers out there just talk, talk, talk about what's wrong with the world. Blah, blah, blah. And you actually fucking do the work. So thank you, man. I'm sitting right here. Brian, thanks for talking about it. <laughs> the dick. Anyway, uh, thanks to love our you, friends brothers. at Smart Start yeah, I MN. I love you too, man. Uh, our friends at Smart Start MN, our fr- friends at Mox- Moxie Wealth Management, thank you very much, Sean. Thank Bernard. you, Brian. And also thank you to Jared because what Sean said is exactly right. Jared's out there. He actually does the work. He wakes up in his beautiful, large, vast country estate. Goes out and <laughs> farmhouse pets pets the llamas if you know what I mean feeds bingo card. feeds some seed to the peacocks <laughs> and then gets down to the business at hand. <laughs> we got one more song before we bid you a fond farewell. Tell me why you chose this song to round things out. Alan Stone's a soulful cat. Yeah, Alan Stone's opening up for Gary Clark Jr. at Red Rocks Ooh. in May. I can find myself there if I think hard and yeah. plan harder. Yeah, yeah. Never leave a man behind, Jared. I'm well, saying, brother. And I mean, I've seen Gary Clark Jr. live. I've yeah. never seen Alan Stone. Alan Stone, I would be very interested to see. You know, this, this song is funky. All right, well, let's do it. And don't forget, the official fried chicken is out there waiting to tempt your taste buds. Here's Alan Stone as we wrap up episode 306 of The Brian Oak Show.
Joe Burgess is a registered representative and investment advisor representative of Securian Financial Services Incorporated. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Securian Financial Services uh, Incorporated. Member FINRA SIPC. North Star Resource Group is an independently owned and operated. Moxie is affiliated with North Star Resource Group and is independently owned and operated. 2701 University Avenue Southeast, Minneapolis, Minnesota, 55414.